Internet Brand Strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel to telecommuting from home to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Aaron Carey and we are talking about New Year's resolutions and what happens when you don't keep them. Because Aaron, over the years I've sent resolutions, I've set intentions, I've written letters to myself and recently I got a new planner and you know to obviously to start the new year and of course you know we're well into the new year but i'm just getting to the point where i'm like transferring over like you know like phone numbers and emails and things that i need from my old planner to my new planner and i looked at my old resolutions from last year and it was so cringy because i'm like <laughs> you know i'm going to lose you know 35 pounds now i did lose 20 so that wow. was something yeah. but you know, I looked at the other ones and I'm like, I did not work on my German. I did not finish my book. Like it was a whole <laughs> defeating list of things I did not do. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think sometimes, and I've, I've found myself in the past, like setting these really lofty goals, like that are so far reaching that pretty soon it's like, ah, I just don't really like, am I really going to keep up with that? And, and we just, I just let it go, you know? And so this year I did something different that so far has been, has been pretty helpful. I, I set myself a new year's prescription. <laughs> oh, so oh, instead cool. of a resolution, I wrote myself, you know, imagine I'm at the doctor's office. What am I going to include in my life that makes me feel well and makes me feel nourished. And so far that's been pretty helpful because it's like walking as much as possible. That means whenever I can get it in, you know, like, not like I'm going to walk four miles every single day because I, last year I was like, I'm going to walk I think I said a hundred miles every month. That definitely did not happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I set just like walking in the sunshine as much as possible, as much as I can, um, making sure to add in vegetables every single day, have some vegetables. I mean, that's a big deal. Like just like allowing myself these items that I know when I include these, I feel better reading fiction on the weekend. And we've talked about this before. I'm a big fiction reader. That's my therapy yoga three times a week. That's doable for me. And the days that I don't get it, that's okay too. You know? And so it's like, I just have tried to include things that I know make me feel well, instead of reaching for a goal, like the 100 miles a month or whatever, that if I don't get it, I just beat myself up for it. You know? Well, that's it. I mean, these are some like majorly self-defeating things because, you know, we're moms and we have kids that are dependent on us. Our kids are not grown. Our kids are not flown. So, you know, there's times where we have to drop everything, pick them up or drop everything and go do whatever needs to be done. And I will tell you, I really tried to do the 10,000 steps a day and I probably got mm -hmm. it maybe 25 days out of 30 in the month. That's now, a lot. Yeah, you should, like, you would think I'd be like, woohoo. Do you know I only focused on the five I missed? Like, that of was, course. yeah, like, I, I couldn't get beyond. And I, I use a, a fitness watch, and they give you these, like, little reports, and they're like, keep going, keep going. You only need, like, two more, blah, blah, blahs. 
And I'm like, I was finding myself getting really stressed because I'm like, okay, I've got to pick up Zach from school. Then I got to come home, make dinner. I got to get my dad's pills from the drugstore. Like all these things, like seriously, they couldn't wait. You cannot leave your kid at school. You cannot not make dinner because I live in the country. There's nowhere to order. And I cannot not get my dad's pills because we're like at the very last end. And I'm like, how do I get my steps? So you should have seen me like a lunatic going around Rite Aid because there was like 15 minutes till the prescription was done. I'm like going down this aisle, coming up that aisle, going like I was trying to get my steps in. And I was walking so fast until I like smashed into one of those corner displays and like knocked all the Z-Quil on the floor. Gosh, I bet people thought you were up to something, you know, like, yeah, like, really, yeah. <laughs> like what is going on with that lady? What is she doing? Cause I'm like, you know, I looked at my watch and I'm like, Oh my God, I've got 2000 more steps to go to hit my 10. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even like real steps. Cause I'm like, well, what if I shorten my steps? So I was oh, trying yeah. to like, like little baby steps to, you know, like hop down the aisle. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was causing me to go batty. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, and, and the 10,000 steps thing, that's, that's actually really hard. I think I mapped it. It's like five or six miles a day. It yeah. really is hard to do that when you are, you know, you're driving kids places or you're sitting and working. And so just taking intentional breaks throughout the day. I mean, I, I know it's doable, but I think sometimes we aim for those really high goals without actually looking at how am I going to fit this into my day? You know, and one of, one of my things that I've really been trying to be intentional about too, is just giving myself grace and slowing down like mealtime, for example, you know, I I've been in a lot of these trainings I'm doing with nutrition and nutrition for functional medicine and everything. One of the things I'm constantly reminded of is it's better to not eat than to eat in a hurry or stressed out or to rush through it or to eat standing up. And that's a good reminder for me, (laughs) right? I know. And so it's like one of my things that I'm trying to be intentional about is just giving myself grace to slow down and just go, okay, it's okay to sit down with food and chew for a little bit. Like this is how my body gets safety. This is how my body receives safety. This is how my body receives nourishment. And so I owe it to my body to slow down. Now I will say a few minutes ago, before we started recording this, I did sure just standing up, eat some crackers and hummus. Hey, Erin, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because it's a really good time right now to thank our sponsor and our sponsor is Best Fiends. And Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. And I am at level over 300, 301 today. So you're going to want to check this out because it's super fun. And I've been playing it for a couple of years and you can download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play that's friends without the Our Best Fiends. And I have to tell you, what I like about this is that getting in and out of the checkpoints for my work is really difficult. They do screenings, they do these health screenings, and I have to wait for sometimes up to 15 minutes, and I get really irritated, and these checkpoints aren't going to go away out here in California anytime soon. I need a workaround, and the workaround that I use is to take out Best Fiends, and I play a couple rounds. I get totally lost in the moment because the music is fun, the characters are cute, and when you have a few minutes to spare or maybe you get stuck in a line and you're just not moving, you can unplug for a bit and just be taken away into this cute little character-driven world. They have wonderful storylines and tons of cute characters, and I can play this with my co-workers. I actually play it with my co-hosts on my other shows, and it's just really fun, and Erin, I know you play it too, and you can collect these characters, and they are so much fun. 
they're so cute. And there's all sorts of things you can activate. Like today, I'm going to activate this mega boost and I'm going to win levels faster. And I got to tell you, when I'm frustrated and annoyed and I can win levels faster and I can be busted out of my bad mood, this is totally a bad mood buster game, I'm super happy. So I want you guys to check out Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's Friends Without the R, Best Fiends. You can participate in all sorts of different events. You can play with your friends. You can have just a really good time with this. And you get to get little presents at the post office. So right now, I actually have 20 gifts to open. I'm going to open them up and they go like pop, 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 pop. And all these little things come out. I've got great gifts that I can play with. I can manage my friends. I can send gifts to friends all from the comfort of my own phone. And it doesn't cost anything for me to send little gifties to my coworkers and friends who play it. And it's a way to stay connected when we're, you know, isolated and, and stuck in these, these crazy lines. So go to Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's Friends Without the R Best Fiends. You'll be glad you did. Now we're talking today to Aaron Carey and we're talking about failed resolutions. And the <laughs> funniest thing, Aaron, I saw what you ate before we went on the air today to record. I'm not perfect at it, a you know, 100% of the time, but I am being intentional as much as possible. And I think that that's that whole intentionality with goals, I think is really key too, because a lot of it, again, it goes back to that mindset, you know, where's your head at and wanting to do this? Are you just like setting up some, well, you know, I guess I should be walking 10,000 steps a day. So, or is it like, yeah, I can make this doable and I I'm going to, I'm going to plan it into my day, you know, and you've taught me that just about looking at your day, looking at 24 hours. What's the thing you do where you block out, look at 24 hours a day for seven days a week and start looking at what you're doing at every hour and see what you can move, what you can add in. Maybe you can explain that better than me. Or, yeah. Or like for me, I like to double up and it's not multitasking, but I can tell you when I, you know, and I work from home. So it's a little easier than if you worked in an office, I'll be fair on that one. But like, I want to listen to these audiobooks because I need for my continuing education, I need to have these things done. So I, order these audiobooks ahead and I actually schedule what chapter I'm going to listen to on my walk in the morning because mm -hmm. I'm not a good morning functioner. So I drop my kid off at school and I have 20 minutes in between things to walk in the park. So I only get a 20 minute walk in, which isn't the full hour I would like. But <laughs> if I know like in my schedule that during this time that I'm going to turn on you know, I use Audible and I'm going to listen to chapter three of writing great sentences. That's what I did this morning. <laughs> you don't have to think, you don't have to make a decision. So that pre-planning ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So, and then sometimes I'll listen to it while I'm driving home from the park, which is another 15 minutes. So I yep. get this stuff doubled up. Now I don't always listen while I drive. I don't always listen while I work, but if you look at the night before, when you go to bed and you think about what's important to you, what's not getting done and what can you do? And you make a strategy plan. Mm -hmm. I used to do it Sunday nights for the whole week, but by like Wednesday, Thursday, Aaron, it would be just like bloodshed in yeah. my planner. There was like so many whiteouts and crossouts and errors. So now what I've decided to do is I still do my Sunday planning and that's what I hope for with my week. But before I go to bed at night, like when I'm brushing my teeth and I use my calendar on my phone, but I'll sit there and I'll be brushing my teeth and I'll look at my schedule for tomorrow and go, where can I put in the things that are important to me? Mm -hmm. Because 
sometimes and especially as moms i think we get decision fatigue i know i get decision fatigue by about one o'clock so i've already been up i've been up since 5 30 got kids to school took care of my dad doing my work going my thing by one o'clock when i have my lunch i'm i just it's almost like i'm not even able to make a decision anymore so if I look at my, and I use Todoist, it's an app. If I look on my Todoist and I look what needs to be done, I can go, oh, I can throw the towels in. Like I actually put in my little online calendar, you know, pool towels are on Friday. You know, my dad's towels are on Tuesday. Zach and Max towels are Thursday. You know, we're all doing our own laundry, except I'm doing my dad's, but I don't have to think about it. And I would rather cross it off my list as delete or undone rather than not do it and have it pile up yeah so mm -hmm. like this morning i had an unexpected um thing with my older son and we had to run into town and get this thing fedexed for his university stuff and i'm like i looked at my to-doist and even though tomorrow morning i have scheduled go to the grocery store and i had my list in there i'm like i'm right here Max is in FedEx. He's going to take 15 minutes between the time he gets in line and, you know, does all the addressing and everything. So I shot over to the grocery store, smart and final, whipped in and whipped out. Normally, I would have just been so tired. I would have just stood there with him in line. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. and some days it's okay to do that. But when you plan out, like on a Sunday night, it only takes me 15, 20 minutes to plan out the week. And then planning what you have to do the night before and putting it in mm -hmm. your phone or your paper planner, then carry it with you. So when you have dead time, you can use it. And you know what, Aaron, I could have used that dead time to walk around the parking lot like a lunatic to get my steps in like, <laughs> I could, you know, but when you have to choose off a list, it's like, I call it the buffet effect. I don't know what I want to do. But I, I know what I don't want to do. So if I have a list of things that needs to be done, and I have an unexpected 1520 minutes or an hour, I can look down that list and go, you know what, what could I do? And what would feel good to do right now? Now that might be take a nap, or it <laughs> might be throw the dishes in the dishwasher, throw a load of laundry in and grab the dog bedding and get it ready to go next time I walk by the laundry. Mm -hmm. Because we yeah. are, we are, how much stuff do you do in a day? And this is the funny thing. When you put all your chores in, like I want you to make a chore list like a little kid. Mm -hmm. So make your Monday through Friday chores for work, your Monday through Friday chores for family, your Monday through Friday chores for yourself. You will be no less than probably 60 a day. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And we carry all that stuff in our head. And I'm encouraging you, whether you use an app like Todoist, and they're not sponsoring for today, it's just one that I use. But when you start putting everything down in those lists and, and assign a day, like Friday's the day I add the pool chemicals. And I always forget to add the pool chemicals and then my pool turns green. So what does it do? It creates more work for me, more expense. So I have this incredibly insane master list. Mm -hmm. And it's color coded, you know, everybody's, you know, Max is blue, Zach is green, you know, I'm pink, my company is red, and the house is yellow, and the outside is orange. But I can look at that list and go what needs to be done. And it's already pre sorted by day. I love that. Yeah, I, I started using to do for the same reason. And it also is very satisfying to 
you know, just complete a task and just yeah. check it off. It's done. Um, and it alerts you if you have not completed it too, it'll be like, Oh, right. you still have one, one unfinished task or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, I think, and that's, it's so helpful to hear how you use your time because you are a very busy single mom. You do yep. a lot of things and a caretaker for your father. You do a lot of yep. things for a lot of people, um, business-wise, family-wise, <laughs> all of the above. And I can't and- be off that list. Yeah. Yes. That's how I got sick. I really believe Aaron, I got cancer and I had to have a 14 months worth of treatment because I was never on my to-do list. Mm. My health was never on my list. I took all these things for granted and ran around like a lunatic for everybody else. And, you know, they always say, Oh, you know, if your mom goes down, the family goes down. Yeah, they're right. And they tell you, put that oxygen mask on first, because if you go, you know, if you don't have your mask on, like all of those took on new meaning when I got sick. I am so glad that you brought that up. I think that's important for people to hear. Um, I think because we do carry, it's it's called the, the allostatic stress load, right? Ooh. So like when our stress load, we all have our capacity, our amount. And when our stress load, if you think of it like a, a container, when it starts going over that amount, it's overflowing and it's creating imbalances in our entire body, not just our mental functioning. Like, you know, when we talk about brain fog or, you know, oh, I can't get my head straight or I'm distracted, whatever, like that's one thing. That's definitely a symptom that things are out of balance, but it affects our physical health too. And a lot of that, and that's why I'm excited you brought this up because I think this is a really important for people to get, because this has really transformed the way that I think about resolutions sure. and goals and taking care of myself and writing a description is the autonomic nervous system balance, right? Like we have this beautiful system that takes us from fight or flight to rest and digest. And ideally we want to spend most of our time in the parasympathetic state, which is rest and digest. That is where we are healing. That's where we're thriving. We're functioning well. And then short periods of fight or flight or freeze in the sympathetic state, they're okay. They're okay for short periods, you know, because it's like, we need to have that rush of adrenaline and dopamine to get things done. You know, we need to be a little bit hurried. I think the problem is, is that many moms, especially it seems women seem to be more affected by this than men. Um, We are just doing so much that that chronic stress load becomes so much to bear that we're never able to access rest and digest. We're only in fight or flight all the time. So you have these people that are freaking out over every little Facebook comment or every little Instagram thing or every little news article. It's like, we're very reactionary because our body is primed for survival in the sympathetic fight or flight state. All we want to do from a basic level is survive. And so all digestive systems are off reproductive function. That's where we're seeing all sorts of symptoms of disease and imbalance. And so it's just one of those things that we need to be able, like you said, when we put ourselves on our to-do list, that's helping to activate rest and digest. And that is what we want a lot of the time and it's okay to flip flop into both, but we really want to be able to activate rest and digest. And so I'd love to know more about like how you, how you did that. How did you add your, how did you make yourself a priority? Oh my gosh. It sounds so silly, but I scheduled in certain things just like, you know, if you go to the dentist, you scheduled in and you won't miss it. And it took a little discipline at first, but now I like guard it like with a shotgun. Cause I'm like every day 
at from 3.30 to 4.30. That's my break because I start so early. And it's kind of the break time between me ending corporate sand and moving into mo- full mom mode. Mm-hmm. So I try to have all of my work done in the day by 3.30. And from 3.30 to 4.30, I go upstairs in my room, Erin. I take a cup of tea. I do not turn on any TV. I don't read any books. And I just sit there like a lunatic and I look out my window. And I can feel myself start to get like really tired. I cover up myself with a blanket. I set my fitness watch with a um, a buzzer, you know, a, an alarm. And I set an alarm on my phone and I close my eyes. And sometimes I will listen to a little background music. I have some these solfeggio frequencies that I listen mm-hmm. to, those healing frequencies. I love that. And they kind of put me in this like weird, dopey, quasi meditative, floaty mm-hmm. state. Um, and I will sometimes take like some pre workout if I have to take a class, you know, later. Um, and I, the pre workout has caffeine and it takes like about a half an hour for all that stuff to kick in. Mm-hmm. So ideally, I wake up naturally. They call it a calf nap. You know, I wake up naturally, (laughs) Uh but there are some times that I am sawing wood in like two minutes out cold. And I'm, it's really hard sometimes when I get pulled out at four 30, that deep drugged sleep. Mm -hmm. And it does take me a while to wake up for that. In a perfect world, I wake up naturally, but I purposely put a stop in my day because I used to go a hundred miles an hour from six in the morning. And I would always say, you heard me say this, I get shot out of a cannon at five 30 or six mm-hmm. in the morning. And I don't land like back in bed until 1130. Mm-hmm. And so, that's a, yeah, that's a hard pace to sustain without crashing. For, yeah. Well, every single mom listening today, especially those have to care for an elderly person and work go through the same thing and the other thing i do aaron which is a little easier is at 7 30 to 8 o'clock at night i get in the bathtub i do have bath salts in there or sometimes i you know shake in some essential oils i put the hot water on and i put a a, a hot towel over my eyes and i just breathe mm-hmm. and those are two really big things but they mm-hmm. have made such a difference because i'm not wired all the time till I can actually go to sleep on time and not fall in bed at a dead sleep. Like, you know, those ones where yep. you close your eyes and you're like, and you're, you're craving your bed. Like you look at your watch in the morning, you're like, oh, it's 630. It's another 18 hours before I can go to bed. Yes. Yeah. That is so huge that you're, I love both of those suggestions, the bath and the nap time, the lay down time. It's important. And it's funny. I was just talking to somebody the other day about the importance of just doing a body scan when you're feeling tension, when you're feeling stressed out. And sometimes we, we feel tension or stress because we feel like we failed at something, right? Sure. We feel like we failed a resolution. 10,000 steps. You're like, right, right. Like, or, oh my gosh, at lunchtime, I was so hungry for X, Y, Z. I binged or whatever it was. Like I had too much of it. And then I felt bad about it. And instead of just letting those feelings simmer, a body scan can be so helpful to just go, okay, I'm going to lay down and I'm going to scan through where am I feeling that tension? Where's that coming from? And can I release that? Because I don't need to store that in my body because that's what eventually happens. The things that we get so frustrated about, we're storing it in our, in our body. I recently got a massage 
I'm really bad about getting those, by the way, because again, it's just one more thing to schedule, well, right? And who isn't, especially I, I know lockdown. I, yeah, well, and that too. Yeah. And in my area, it hasn't been as extreme as some, but I finally got one scheduled. I was like, okay. And she is like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, it's just life. You know, I'm not doing, I'm not lifting. Right. I, I do strength workouts and I do walk and I, I don't do anything crazy, I'm really big into yoga, but she just found all these knots in places that I'm like, wow, I think I'm holding tension in ways that I didn't even understand. So sure. I think it's important to just be present in our bodies and go, okay, where, where is my body today? And how can I take care of my body today? So going back to that prescription ideas, like what could I do? Like what you just, those suggestions you just had, what can I do to make myself feel better, feel well in order to be just a little bit ahead of the, I mean, really what it does, is it puts us ahead of the game the next day, you sure. know? So we're not just running on empty all the time. Right. And the, the two other things that I did that I thought were really important. And, you know, these things, Aaron, don't cost any money. Taking mm -hmm. a nap doesn't cost any money and taking a bath at night or a shower, or whatever you want to do, doesn't take any money, but it's like, a, it, they're like self-imposed mommy timeouts. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, for me to reset and like, you know, how you tell your kid, like, think about what you've done and, you know, get yourself back in order. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, all right. So I'm going to do that. Um, the two other things that I did is I did buy for Christmas one of those little massage guns not an expensive one yeah. just a smaller one but I can use that on my shoulders and my back I can use it on my calves if they're tight or my legs so like as I'm filling up the bathtub I like drive that little like <laughs> I drive it around <laughs> you know because realistically not all of us can afford massages not all of us can get out mm -hmm. to get a massage mm -hmm. not all of us like massage yeah. but I will tell you that little massage thing with the little flat paddle like i don't use the pointy one or the ball i use the flat paddle like i just start going down my arm and i think i'm conditioned like pavlov's dog i start to relax yep. um but so that was a really inexpensive fix for how much i use it and then the last thing is i changed my languaging with myself because i would constantly say i don't have enough time i don't have a time i'm mm -hmm. not gonna be able to get this done i'm gonna be late so i really mm -hmm. and it's and i'm still working on it but i i changing things to say i have more than enough time to get things done like whenever i start feeling that anxiety rising mm -hmm. i just tell myself because you know einstein said time is relative and so I remember being a kid taking a test and going, oh, I have to finish this whole test in an hour and an hour felt so short. And then you think about the last day of school and you have an hour and an hour feels like an eternity. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, wow. So time in my mind is a feeling. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's great. I think that that's so huge because I think we do, we set, we, it's almost like we set ourselves up for failure when we're sure. running around, like, oh, there's not enough time. I don't, I can never do what I need to do. But even, you know, going back to what you were saying about the night before looking, there are some days that I look at my schedule, like you said, just day to day. If I handle things day by day, I've got plenty of time. It's when I start thinking about what I have to do in a week that I yep. feel overwhelmed. I'm like, how can I get it all done? But it's day by day. It's piecing it out. It's huge. It's huge. And, and telling yourself you have more than enough time to get things done, you know, or I'll say... <sighs> I can get this done and if I don't, it's not the end of the world. Like these are the things that I'm I'm trying to tell myself because what happens is 
when I get upset, I lose even more time and stuff becomes yep. bigger. Like there was a problem that I had with the advertisements for our joint shows and the things that we put out to, to market our shows. And I was so stressed out about it. And for three days, I couldn't figure it out, Aaron, not because I'm not smart, not because I didn't know what to do, but I had gotten myself so upset. Hmm. Like emotion makes it really hard to function, to think, mm -hmm. to work effectively. And I was ruminating and I was upset and I went and walked in the park and I'm thinking about this problem and blah, 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 blah. And then I thought to myself, like, you know what? I'm just going to close my company. I'm just going to shut it all down. <laughs> and that gave me like, you know how you make those promises to yourself at like two o'clock in the morning that are just mm -hmm. ridiculous. Uh -huh. So my thing is I'm going to shut my whole marketing company down. I'm going to go buy a house where I'm from and live there, my little <laughs> teeny little house. And I'm not going to have any dogs. And I'm not going to have any kids. I'm not going to have any dad. And there's no Starbucks <laughs> around. So I can't drink too much caffeine. Like it was just insanity, uh -huh. but it allowed me to go back to sleep. It allowed me to get some rest. And then after a day I was walking in the grocery store and I'm like, Oh, I bet we can do this. And the idea came to me when it wasn't blocked by all the anger, frightened, frustrated, fearful energy. Like, I don't think two objects can occupy the same space in physics, which means creativity cannot <laughs> occupy the same space as fear. That is so true. And that's you, ha you handled that really well, because when... <laughs> we talked, it was like, Oh, everything's fine. Just a little hiccup. And you know, it's all, it's all going to work out. It always does. I'm like, well, okay. If Sandra says so, I guess it's true. Because that's what I needed to tell myself. And you know, right. I've been doing podcasting for 16 years. So the likelihood of something cataclysmic happening is really small. But what happened was the more I pushed to figure it out and the more tired I was and I didn't take my nap and I didn't take my bath and I didn't be mindful about my bedtime. That's another thing that I'm like, mm, I'm yep. as soon as my watch goes off at 1030, I'm like, you've got to get to bed and I feel mm -hmm. pressure to get to bed. Now, most of the time I don't get to bed till 1115 to 1145 and I'm up at six. So not a lot of sleepy time in there, mm. but I will go down to like make my dad's breakfast in the morning the night before because he gets up earlier than me and I have to put his pills out like all these things. I can be doing that at one o'clock in the morning, Aaron, like because I'm so tired and I'm not functioning and I'm just I got to do the laundry. I got to throw the laundry in. I got to get the dishes in the dishwasher and it's 1230 and it's 1245 at night, like insanity. The world will yeah. fall apart if the dishes sit in the sink. Oh, that's true. Yeah. My, my youngest two kids are finally at the age where they're putting the dishes away, which oh, is a nice. really big deal in my house. But yeah, but that that's a good reminder. There are some things that we have to choose to let go for our own sanity. Yeah. And sometimes if you can't let it go, if that's the one thing that's making you feel like, you know, brain cluttered, then, then do it, deal with it. Just know that something else doesn't get, you know, it's like, we have to make these, it's, it goes back to that balance, balance effect. Yeah. Uh, if I'm, you know, beyond capacity with my stress and I try to add one more thing, what's that going to do to the overall balance? It's, it's not going to work. And so just these daily tasks, you know, it's funny. I was speaking to a podcast guest recently, and she reminded me, and I thought that this was really good. It was a good way of looking at household tasks because they yeah. drive me nuts, but she reminded me that it is a way to, care for our families well. And I thought, Hmm, okay. 
that's one way that I could think of it without just being like, Oh, these ungrateful people that live in my house. You know, like, <laughs> oh, really? Okay. You dropped oh. it by the garbage can, not in the garbage can. Like, right. yes, that's that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's, a, it, I thought it was a good, it was a good thought. Just, it was, she was talking about how she has, you know, arranged her mindset with her kids and growing up. And it, it was, it was very fascinating for me just to think about things in a different way. Cause like, I hate decorating, decorating is not my thing. No. And so anytime it comes to like holiday decorating or putting more picture frames out or whatever, changing out the picture frames, I'm like, eh, but then my family will make comments. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it is nice to have things a little bit decorated, yeah. a little bit nicer, you know? So it's like reframing, just like with the time thing. I yep. think when we reframe the way we talk to ourselves about the tasks, about the time, about, you know, just every day, if we go day by day, we've got plenty of time to do what we need to get done. If we see it day by day. Right. And, and if we're as a reasonable, whole, like right. when you're overwhelmed, like, like right now, like I'm, I'm having my, actually my, my kid's nanny that, you know, uh, was living with me. Like that was our exchange when I was broke and single, like she needed a place to live. I needed childcare so I could work like all this juggling. She's actually coming back on Thursday for me oh. after a five-year hiatus with another family. Cause I need help with my dad like I can't I cannot oh. do all this stuff and the funny thing was she told me I said Anna how do you know all the time what to clean or what to fix in my house when you're helping me because she's like a mother's assistant and I'm like you just seem to read my mind she goes San I don't read your mind I read your body and I watch your eyes and I'm thinking, well, that's so strange. And she told me what she did is like, if she's working in the kitchen, you know, and helping with the kids, she said, I would walk in and I would kind of scan the kitchen, like look around, like what needs to be done. And then she says, your eyes would stop on something. He goes, your shoulders would slump. <laughs> and wow. she realized she's like dirty dishes in the sink. I know bother you. She goes pile laundry piling up bothers you. Now, does stuff on the carpet bother me? No. Like there's a million things in a room that could be cleaned, <laughs> right? You could clean the windows, you could clean the drapes, you could dust, you could vacuum, you could tidy, you could all these things. She's like, I know you. She goes, when the blankets are folded up on the bed, you're not on the bed, on the, on the couch. She said, when the dishes are clean in the sink, and she said the area over by the toaster is clean because that's my like pet peeve. I hate crumbs. She's like, <laughs> you will be happy that the kitchen is clean. Now, that doesn't mean that there can't be pots on the stove or clutter laying around like nobody's asking for a house beautiful clean. But mm -hmm. I encourage you, Erin, walk around your house and then see where your shoulders slump and you feel defeated. Because we all have certain housekeeping things mm -hmm. that make us feel defeated when I'm behind on the laundry, behind on the dishes, or the part, part of kitchen where we prepare food where the toaster is, is dirty. If those things aren't done, my house is a mess mm. if those few things like because there's certain things like i like the shoes we have a bookcase by our front door if the shoes are in the bookcase i don't care if they're lined up nice just stuff them in the bookcase so mm -hmm. the walkway is clear then the hallway is clean they still can mm -hmm. have mud and dirt and stones tracked in by the kids and dogs but finding out like walking around your house today and looking at your undone stuff or in your office what's undone what really bugs you when you look at what's important to you in a clean house do those things first 
I like that. I mean, I, and I think that's useful for a lot of areas of life. You know, it's just like, okay, what's that thing that if I don't get it done, it bugs me to not get it done. So how can I, yeah, for me, it's my bathroom counter when my back, cause things will just clutter up, you know, I'm like, no sure. polish remover here. And this, like, I just am not always great at putting things away. I get things out and then they just like stay out, you know? Sure. Um, and so when I walk by a thousand times and I'm like, oh, I just need a, a clear counter to, to feel better about my bathroom. I just need to do it, you know, instead of just letting it pile wow. up. And that's the mail. That's another thing that drives me crazy. Mail sitting up in a pile. I don't know. It's like, that's the thing, but I'm with you on the dishes and laundry that is, but laundry is never ending. You know, I feel like that's the pile that never dies. Everything in a mom's world is never ending. Mm -hmm. Talk about a thankless job. Like when you Mm -hmm. and I go into our radio podcast, we know here's our tasks. If we do these tasks, we get paid. Right. Right. And then there's always another show, but there's a new guest. It's interesting with laundry and dishes it's clean and then two minutes later dirty sink dirty dishes like laundry was done yesterday by by end of business day yesterday there's already more laundry to do like Mm. it is so and that's the thing that is so maddening like it does drive mom's batty and it's really hard to know like what what like when you say like what are the three things that would make you feel good about your house or if you could clean three things what would they be those are really hard for most of us to identify. That's why I had to walk around my house after Anna told me that. And I thought like when I stood by the front door and I'm like, oh, those shoes are down on the floor again, shoulders down. Like when you said, pay attention to your body, pay attention to your body as you go through your day. And if you don't mind that the books are stacked up over there waiting to go back to the library, but the the crumbs at the toaster are, or in your case, the, the bathroom counter is, take your time to do the things that bug you. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's so true. Yeah. And, and just get it done. Cause you're going to feel better, you know, just knowing, Oh, I don't have time. Cause I got to do this thing. But if that's the thing that's going to make me feel better, I got to get it done. I think that's really important. Yes. And paying attention to the, I like that the body reaction, the physical reaction yeah. of Ugh, when I get that, feet, you hear it, you make the sound, you're like, Ugh. you know, you make that little sound, your shoulders go over and your, your head tells you like, Oh, those are still on the floor. Or, oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, those things, the more we can eliminate those, the happier we can be. And, you know, I tried that Marie Kondo, no offense to her, that Marie Kondo cluttering spark joy thing mm-hmm. over the holidays after like, you know, cause I'm like, I kind of need to go through my Christmas ornaments. I kind of need to go through like stuff. The kids got new toys. So stuff needs to go out. And I was like, I picked up this shirt and I'm like, does this spark joy? And I was like, nothing sparks joy. My house is a disaster. There's crumbs everywhere. There's clothes everywhere. There's still wrapping paper. Stuff needs to go upstairs. There is not one thing in my house that sparks joy. So you know what you do in that point? You take a bath and a nap. Because when nothing sparks joy anymore, because when I watch her videos, she's like, oh, does this spark joy? I don't know, maybe. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't have like nine people crawling all over you to get something done. Like, who has time to think of a shirt to spark joy? Do you? Yeah. 
No, no, because you're right. Somebody between then somebody needs me to wipe their butt or something, you know? So it's like, well, I actually only have one left that does that, but like, it's, it's true. It's like, there's always somebody needing me for something. And so, yeah, I don't have time for any of that. And I think when I go through those phases of life, because I definitely hit that. And I, you know, if you, if anybody's into Enneagram, like that's a, the Enneagram type three, our stress point is a nine, which is like complete laziness, like complete, like, (laughs) I don't want to do anything. I'm going to do stuff to look productive, but I don't really want to do anything. That's kind of what that looks like for an Enneagram three. But I I think it's so funny because when I get to that point, a lot of times, the only way I can snap myself out of it is go, okay, what is the bare minimum that I need to do right now? What's the bare minimum? All I can do is the bare minimum. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. My thing is like, will someone die if I don't do this? Right. Like, yeah. you know, like, okay, I'm going to have to move that, like, you know, fire grate thing, you know, cause someone's going to die. The house is going to catch on fire. We're all going to die. Okay. I will do right. that. <laughs> but there are times like, and I do think like when we look at resolutions, you know, as we talk about the topic for today's show and, you know, your prescription and stuff like that, how about on your resolution list this year? And you can make a resolution list in March, April, May, it doesn't matter that you will be kinder to yourself that you will give yourself grace and give yourself a few moments to yourself. Even if all that means is taking a cup of tea upstairs into your bedroom, shutting the door so that you're not hearing the Xbox, my dad's A&E TV blasting with military shows and, you know, Max running his rock music, like whatever, (laughs) dogs barking and the guy running the leaf blower next door. Like there was so much noise last night, Aaron, when I tried to do like my just 430 Zen moment. And I'm like, This is insane, you know, sirens, cars honking, the garbage truck, you know, so I just put my headphones on with my Sofagio frequencies and I sip my tea and I made a conscious choice to just stop. And I think if that's all we do as moms on our New Year's resolution, whatever day that might be, March, April, May is a good time to make a resolution Mm -hmm. of just going, I deserve five minutes. 10 minutes, 15, maybe you can take 20, maybe you're lucky and can take an hour. Some days I can take a whole hour to myself. Now that's not always possible, but the concept of taking a moment just for yourself to catch up and breathe, have a cup of tea, like sometimes that's enough to keep me from going over the edge. Yeah. And that's truly that rest and digest state that we need for a healing state in the body to thrive. And so we have to be able to actively engage that rest time, that slow down time, instead of just adding in one more thing, take something away, clear the schedule. And because you can't sustain fight or flight, chronic stress without hurting your body in the long run, you know, Absolutely. and I, we've all, we've all been through there. We've all been through it. We, we every mom, we know what it's like. Yeah. Every yeah. single mom. I don't know mm-hmm. any mom on the planet. Maybe if you have like a housekeeper and nanny and a tutor mm-hmm. and like your kid's 40, <laughs> the only ones I can think of right. that don't have that. But the nice thing that happens, Aaron, when I take my, like, just break for myself, I can start feeling the anxiety drain away. I can start feeling the pressure drain away. And it is really hard sometimes when I have, like I could take five minutes for my cup of tea or I could throw that laundry in. Like that's the battle mm, in the mind. Cause absolutely. There's, but there's always more work to be done. And when your body gives out like mine did, cause it got sick. If you don't have your body, you don't have anything. And the laundry will mm. still be there piling up whether you do it or not. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good reminder. Yeah. Cause, Oh, I will. Yeah. I always find one more thing that I can do one more thing. I just got one more thing, one more, you know, one more task, one more, but really the best thing we can do gift to ourselves. A lot of times is nothing yeah. <laughs> is rest. We need rest and we don't get it enough. Yep. And so if you can set your clock on your phone or on your watch to give yourself 15 minutes to clean your room and then 15 minutes to take a rest, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Because it, really it is, is never ending. There's going to be mm-hmm. dust there tomorrow. So I'm not saying have a dirty house and have a sloppy house and have a, but I'm just saying, you know, you matter too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really important takeaway. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back again next week with another great episode. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.